الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم بارك لنا في رجب وشعبان وبلغنا رمضان اللهم صلنا لرمضان وسلم وسلم رمضان لنا وسلم لنا متقبلا او كما قال على النبي عليه الصلاه والسلام صدق الله العلي العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين we thank and praise allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for blessing us with this great wealth of iman allah pak keep us with iman allah pak take us from this dunya with iman and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala resurrect us on the day of qiyamah with the people of complete kamil perfect iman durudun salawat upon rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam forever and ever daim al abada sayyid durud sharif allahumma salli ala sayidina muhammad wa ala ali sayidina muhammad wa barik wa sallim this ayat i have recited you will be hearing it for the whole month next week and the whole month this is a very very beautiful ayat of the quran if we have to go into it make tafsir which is not my topic to go into tafsir of this ayat but somebody will do it inshallah along the way in this month of ramadan but what we want to speak about today is the preparation for ramadan which is so important you see a businessman in this he doesn't start preparing in december he cannot he cannot start preparing say i'll wait last 10 days 10th of december now i'm going to start he knows what's going to happen it's going to be disastrous he's not going to make money he's not going to have the right things and then this carries on to january february march the whole year he'll be suffering and battling so he knows he has to start preparing by october november he has to get the right stock right stuff everything has to put his stuff right some people now although it is not jai whatever it is they put happy christmas they play music in the shops everything just to get things right so my december must be right i must maximize my benefit i must maximize benefit in december because it doesn't just stop there in december now this business is bad by the 446 january everything gets quiet so the december when i make that rush in december then that's going to carry me january february march the next time i'm going to get a rush or things are going to get a little bit busy in around the easter time so he has to ma- ma- maximize his benefit but he cannot do that if he doesn't make if he doesn't prepare so he knows that also that i have to prepare in october november even sometime before that everything has to start before that now ramadan is such an important thing it is one of the five pillars of islam the month of ramadan to keep fast in the month of ramadan how much more we have to prepare how much more we have to prepare nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said two months minimum he said two months a person a muslim must start preparing like that the awliya the buzurg the pious people ulama a lot of ulama not me they used to prepare from after ramadan finishes the moment one ramadan finish 
The moment one Ramadan finishes, then they ask for the next month, they ask for, Ya Allah, accept this Ramadan of mine. And if you have looked, saw that, if you go through the life of the Buzurgani Deen and the Awliya, then the way they used to cry and make dua for acceptance, like you know they have sinned and they did nothing in the month of Ramadan. And then after that they start preparing for the following Ramadan. But Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam knows this Ummah, he understands us, and he said two months minimum, that's why we, we learn this dua, and we read this dua, Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa shaban wa balina Ramadan. Now who is making this dua? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is making this dua. What did he have to prepare? What did he need to prepare? He was the prophet. He was the chosen. He was everything. But he also taught us this dua. And he also prepared for the month of Ramadan. Allahumma barik lana. Ya Allah, give me barakat in this month of Rajab. And give me barakat in this month of Shaban. And keep me proper. My, my, my sihat, my health, my, everything must be right. So when I go into the month of Ramadan, I can maximize benefit. Because now we do it, but Allah is so merciful. See brothers, this ummah, see this religion Islam today, what is happening to us brothers. We say the ummah is gone, the ummah is gone. Ulama are gone. No brothers, don't speak like this brothers. There is lot of hope brothers. There is lot of hope for Muslims. There is lot of hope for Islam. They have been through the cycle many times in their lives. Spain, India, and the Turkey, and everything brothers. We have come out unscathed from that. This ummah is not finished brothers. This is the wrong thing to say. Islam is not finished brothers. Our ulama are not finished brothers. Yes, we are having a little bit of problem. We are going through a small problem brothers. Allah has given us so much hope in the Quran. Kuntum khayra ummah. You are the best of ummah. Not best of ummah when we say best. There is no other ummah in this time besides the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَمَنْ يَبْتَغِي غَيْرَ الْإِسْلَامِ be non falling you kubalamin. If you you can anybody looks for any other deen, falling you kubalamin, it will not be accepted in this zamana in the same in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You know they say, Ya Allah Gandhi Magat Tumara Bandehe. Ya Allah, we full of sins. Yes, this ummah is sliding, brothers. But there is lots of hope for us, brothers. That's why they say, you know how they say it? They say, I'm dukhi nahi aaj, dukhi wajase. I'm dukhi aaj, dusro ki khushi ki wajase. These are so many negative emotions we have in us, which we have to take off from us, brothers. You see, if a person drinks water, he drinks water and drinks water and drinks water. He has to let it out somewhere. He has to take it out. Whether it's urine, whether it's perspiration, whatever it is, but he has to get rid of that water from his body. Because if the water stays in his body, then he'll have a very big problem. He'll have to take 10, 12, 15, 20 water tablets to get rid of that water. Like that, even if a person eats food, he has to get that out of his system. 24 hours. Sometimes you constipated. 24 hours, 48 hours, 3 days or something you constipated. But no, you go through a lot of taklif. So that thing has to come out from your body. A person takes a deep breath. How long can you hold it? 1 minute, 2 minutes? They say some people, they go underwater 9 minutes. That's it. He can't do more than that. He has to take that out from him. Brothers, we got so many negative emotions in us, brothers. So many negative emotions. Jealousy, hasad, anger. Ya Allah, to prepare for this month of Ramadan, to cleanse that. That is why we have our Mashaikh, we have Tabligh Jamaat. 
When we go to them, we should take this negative emotions out from us. Jealousy. Allahu Akbar. You know, sometimes we just look at jealousy. What happens? Finish. We think jealousy. Where it leads to, where jealousy can lead. You know where it can lead. He believes we all know what he was. He was the greatest alim, abid, whatever it is in the skies. When Allah told him to make sajda to Adam and Salaam, the three things destroyed him. Jealousy, hasad, jealousy, greed, and pride. Three things. Now we just think, okay, pride. What's it? Nothing. Jealousy. But where it's leading to? Iblis, who was the greatest alim and abid, what happened to him? He became the biggest kafir and biggest dogra of this ummah. He was a Muslim. He was a mu'min. He knew everything about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And jealousy in our zamana, brothers, I don't have to tell you. You know, you know how much jealousy in this ummah. How much? Go by an amir. You know, these people who take out the jinnat and everything out. Go by this amir and see the line by this amir. Some amirs will tell you, come after two months. I can't give you a scene now, you have to come after two months. That's how busy he is. That is what has happened to this ummah. That so much of jealousy in us, this is where we live. And this jealousy can take you out of the form of Islam. Anger that we have in us. The anger that we have in us, brothers. You know they say anger, A-N-G-E-R. It is only one letter from danger, that's a D. When a person is angry, angry, he can do anything. He can kill someone, where he'll finish off. He'll finish off in jail. If he kills another Muslim, he can finish off in Jahannam. That's anger. You know they say, so beautiful. Muslims, what we are. They say, you know when you get angry, when the two people are angry, they scream at one another. They'll be close by almost ready to give it. A close by, but they scream You don't have to talk so loud. I'm right near you. I don't have to talk loud to you. I can talk softly to you, but they say, you know why? Why they scream at one another? Their hearts are gone far apart. So to cover the distance, their hearts are gone so far, they have to scream at one another. But two lovers, when you see them in the corner, whispering in one another's ears, and they're talking so close, and you know, it's like that. Because their hearts are close. That's why they don't have to talk loud. So this anger, one letter away from danger. How are we going to sort this out? Brothers, our problem in this month of Ramadan, let us get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is waiting for us, brothers. Allah is waiting for us. Sometimes we think it's not happening for me. My business is gone. My shop is going. My house, one person. On a lighter note, but serious. He's telling his wife, you know, Janu, when I lost my house, you were close. You were there with me. When I lost my business, you were there with me. When I lost my car, you were with me. I think you the bad luck. Allah is waiting for us. Sometimes we think it's not happening for me. It's not happening. I'm doing so much. But you know what is happening, brothers? You know you go to the, 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 the shopping centers. If you stand far from the automated door, what happens? You stand far from the automated door, the door won't open. The door doesn't open. And you think, yeah, yeah, there was a kulibande. Let's go back. It's closed. But you have to go close. You go close, then the door will open. Allah is waiting for us to come close, brothers. That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us this month, the month of Ramadan. That is why we have to prepare before this. You know, like if we don't prepare, like if our wives don't prepare, 
fundamental of Ramadan, the food part. I'm not talking about any other thing. On the first of Ramadan, the first iftar, what will happen? Bye, you bust the whole house down. All of us. Because there will be no food she didn't prepare. No ali, no samosa, no milkshake, no budget. What happened to? All the money I'm putting in this house, what happened? She said, no, I'm going to prepare now. You can't prepare now. So everybody has understood this, that we have to prepare brothers. So how are we going to prepare brothers? Our negative emotions, we have to take out first. When we take this out from our bodies, inshallah, we'll get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brothers, number one, what is our biggest problem? Ajib, I'm going to say it. We have three enemies. One we know, one we don't know, and the third one, the most dangerous, the worst one, is the enemy within us. You know, I was telling the people in my bayan, the enemy within, very dangerous. Very juicy story. In France, one lady went to France. Uh, this lady went in the shop. She had all the things she went to pay at the till. When she went to pay at the till, then there was an Arab girl. A lot of Arabs in, in Paris, in France. So she was at the till. And uh, so when she saw this lady, this lady was with niqab, everything she came to pay. So she's telling this lady, see in France, in Paris, we have a lot of problems in this country. And one of the problems is, you know what? Your niqab, your dressing. If you want to dress like this, no problem. Go back to your country and dress like that. So this lady lifted her niqab, censored brothers, she had blue eyes, blonde. She said, you know what, I'm not a foreigner. And I don't belong to another country. This France is my country, and this is my deen. You came from another country. You sold your deen here, we bought your deen. One lady was wearing a niqab and she was walking. She said, when Muslim people saw me, they wanted to do more about this niqab and the parda. What is this dressing? First time they see it. But she said, the shocking part was that Muslim people saw me and Muslim people mocked me. They say, you're wearing this old fashioned. How are you going to get married? No one will see you. How are you going to show your beauty? How are you going to get married? How are you going to study? How are you going to walk? Everyone is going to mock at you. You, you know, you're making more problems for Islam. Muslim people. That is why we say, brothers, our worst, our worst enemy is the enemy within us. We are our biggest enemy. The kuffar have realized and understood they cannot fight Islam. They cannot fight Allah Pak. They cannot fight Rasulullah. Allah Pak says, they will try and blow the lamp and the nur of Allah, that is the, 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 the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah will complete this with you or without you. If you put yourself forward, alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala use you, you use, use for deen. If you don't put yourself forward, you're going to go backwards. So brothers, we have to prepare for this month of Ramadan. So when the month of Ramadan starts, inshallah we'll all be ready and we'll be able to maximize. You see, Deen is such, listen very carefully, how Deen is. See, lots of times, what we do, we say, oh, this is a small thing, man. I left the sunnah out. I left my wajib out. 
I did my farz. I got no problem. I did my farz. I read my namaz. I left a small thing out. But you know what's a small thing? Not long ago, a few years ago, a few years ago, Telcom shifted their points, whatever you call it. That uh, They shifted a little bit, one degree. Two degrees they shifted it. You know what happened? Everyone was parishan and restless because no more they couldn't play with the Google, they couldn't have no data, they couldn't use anything. But they shifted it a little bit. What's that? They shifted it a little bit. What problem you having? It was a big problem. Because we couldn't, uh, no more we couldn't get any, uh, our cell phones were not working. You know, the youngsters here, they'll tell you, few years ago, it was a semi-final, Champions League semi-final. These people scored a goal. This one team scored a goal. They scored the goal. They were very happy. Everyone is jumping in the stadium and the managers and everyone going mad. People at home also are going mad. They scored the goal because they were through. They just needed the one goal. They just needed one goal to get through to the final. And here comes the shaitan, the va. They call it the shaitan. They don't like it. That VAR video assistant referee. And they're checking. And you know what it was? It was offside. And you know when they, sh when they, saw, when they showed it, how, what offside it was? It was his shirt. That uh, jersey, soccer jersey they wear. That thing was offside. Everything else was on target. Everything, no problem. And he wasn't even, that was like about one minute, about 20 seconds before the goal went. He touched the ball, he gave it to a person. The person who scored the goal was not offside. The person who passed the ball was offside. How was offside? They were offside one shirt. They said no goal. Finish, bring it back. Offside. Those people lost the match. They were out of the match. One jersey. One shirt. Now we say one sunnet. One sunnet. You know when you play soccer, you know the, the football, the, 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 the outball line, the penalty box, everything. Now with this van, everything that show you my millimeter or maybe less than that also. If it's little but I'll finish, can't we bring the game back? Islam, how we are saying? Why we are saying one sunnet? I'm reading my namaz, I missed my fajr namaz. You know what we're going to miss, brothers? No one goal and Champions League final and data and connection and everything. When we leave these things out, when we leave these things out, what we are going to miss? What are we missing in Islam? We're missing Jannat. Allahu Akbar. What are we going to miss, brothers? We're going to miss Jannat. Brothers, the hoods are waiting. You know, in the COVID time, in the COVID time, one person, he said those people that passed away in the COVID time, all of them were smiling. They martyrs, they got martyrs. You fall under the, the hukum and the command of a, of, 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 of a martyr, of a shaheed. The shaheed, the, there's no questions, no answers. Before his blood touches the ground, whatever it is, Allah Pak gives him. That's a matter when you die. The people who died in the time of the COVID, they were all martyrs. So someone was saying that these people that died in this time, they were all smiling. So someone told him, of course. They martyrs, they went into Jannah. You know why they were smiling? The hoods were dancing with scantily dressed. Some of them may have been naked also and were dancing in front of them. What you want this person to do? Smile or cry? So we are going to miss this Jannah, brothers. This Jannah can we leave this small part of them. 
So Allah Pak has given us this great month of Ramadan, brothers. How we can maximize. And, you see, in Makkah, in the time of Hajj, you know those people as taxi drivers, they don't sleep. One, and when they sleep, how they sleep? How they catch their rest? They rest when there's no passengers, when they sleep in their cars for that one hour, 45 minutes, Sunday, 15 minutes, that's their rest. We ask one person, you're not going to go sleep. You're not going to go eat. He said, no, we're waiting for you whole year. Whole year we're waiting for you. No rest, no sleep, nothing. It's 24 hours shift now. Now it's time to make the money. So we're just thinking, imagine this person, 24 hours, food is coming to the car, he's catching a small bite, he's just buying anything on the way, and he's uh, carrying on like that. Because he has understood the value of mal. He has understood that that's a reward, he's married, he's going to wait the whole year. Like this also, brothers, in the month of Ramadan, Allahu Akbar, we say we can't stay awake. I have to sleep, I got commitments, I have to go to work next day. Allahu Akbar. You know they say, Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala an, what he said? He said, all of you are asleep. All of you, your eyes are closed. And he said, when you die, your eyes will open. What a profound statement. He said, all of your eyes are closed. When you die, then your eyes will open. You know, say in, in English, it is called irony. Because our eyes are open. Our eyes are not closed. We live in... Our eyes open, we can see everything. And when we die, our eyes will close. But you see, when you die, your eyes will open. رَبَّنَا أَبْصَرْنَا وَسَمِعْنَا فَرْجِئْنَا نَعْمَلْ صَالِحًا إِنَّا مُقِمِينَ Every time we hear this ayat, Fajr Namaz Friday. رَبَّنَا أَبْصَرْنَا When a person comes in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is why Hazrat Ali said, رضي الله تعالى he said, your eyes will open after you die. He'd say, Ya Allah, now I can see. Abusarna wasamirna. Now I'm hearing. Farjirna naamal salihani. Send me for little while back in this dunya. Little while. I'll say what Subhanallah. Read on two rakats namaz. And whatever time you give me, I spend only in your ibadat. Never Allah. You cannot go back. The child that comes out from that road, from that passage of his mother when he comes in this world, can he go back? Can never ever end. Impossible. Like that also when we die, when we leave this world, our eyes are closed, we're not seeing these things, brothers. That what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw, what Sahaba saw, what Awliya saw, what Ulama saw. When are we going to see these brothers? We have to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, you know this fisherman, I ajib these people, this fisherman. You know the bait, you know the bait like rotten tin fish. Some people don't like tin fish. And the bait I think is rotten tin fish. I call it rotten tin fish. I don't go fishing. Sometimes I just get the smell. You know, but those people, the way they love fishing, that rotten tin fish, that bait, the way it stinks, you know, when they come home, they have to put everything, jerk, and their wives don't even want to go near them until they cleanse themselves properly. And the fish, don't bring the fish in the house. Leave it outside clean and then bring. But how he enjoys himself? You know what? He's getting the maza of that. Doesn't matter when he's got a bite and when the thing is hooking and when the thing is running. The joy he gets out of that, that is why even that bait that smells like this, it doesn't mean anything to him. When you get that mazah, then you get up for tahajjud 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Now you think, how this man every morning 
you standing at two o'clock, three o'clock, reading so many paras. How come? What you getting out of it? What they getting out of it, brothers? Allahu Akbar. Allah Pak accept all of us. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala make this Ramadan a good one. We have been so many years are going. Not no changes. Definitely there's a change. Our iman is getting stronger. All of us are here because we got iman. Our iman is there, brothers. I was telling this lot of hope for Islam. There's lot of hope for Muslims. There's lot of hope for our ulama. Never mind, brothers. Someone is calling someone kafir. You know they say here, buyer guys. Well, I said, come back now. Don't worry. A father, what he does? Son does anything wrong? Give him couple of hits and everything. But next day, he forgot everything. Like that, brothers. Allah Pak is just leaving us. Also, sometimes we get here and there. Our ulama will come back. We got beautiful, wonderful ulama in this country. The whole world like our ulama. The whole world like Muslims of South Africa. So, kum tum khaira ummatin ukhrija. This ummat Allah Pak has chose for us, brothers. وَمَنْ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Let us turn with Tawbah. Let us turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Only Allah can help us in this time. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَنَا الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِ وَسَلَى اللَّهُ تَعَلَى لَخِيْرِ خُل